Hashtag racist in chief and hashtag ice raids are now trending on Twitter. Couple this with the heat that Trump is getting from a tweet that he directed at four freshman congresswomen. We unpack all of that and try to get to the bottom of it. Then we go over a National Geographic article that describes how there are now more people over the age of 65 than under the age of five and what exactly that means from the challenges to the opportunities that come with such a statistic. And then we delve in to one of Ed Sheeran's new songs. It's called Beautiful People. It's featuring Khalid. And how we think that song has a very good message to society and what we coincide to that message and things that at times work against the message. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. You could go on over to Twitter. Follow us at Hanging With Apes. Then go on over to our website. That's HangingWithApes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes. Our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. Truly is the best. You almost missed your cue. Right? I, no, because the way you stopped, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> nice. Jesus. Oh, yeah. That shit was emphatic. This is, this is what I have to work with. <laughs> Man. Lot to get to today. Yeah. A whole lot to get to. What Bef- do you want to cover first? Before we get into anything, I think we should talk about this motherfucking Ed Sharon shit. Really? We. we the, the the particular single that we're going to talk about, I think we should talk about it a little later because I think it would be like the icing on the cake. But um, I didn't even know that shit was out. <laughs> so when you showed me, I was actually pretty surprised, which goes to show I feel how lacking music has been where you're not even excited Fridays. Because usually... Yeah, I, remember when music yeah. such used to be such an exciting thing? Yeah, it's like, damn, let's see who came out. Yeah. And it's like... In the beginning of the year, I was a little bo- a little more hopeful. So every Friday, I would actually go on 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 the Apple trending, you know, music trending and new music. And I I haven't been I haven't been this I haven't been excited. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, definitely definitely surprised me. And the fact that he has a song with Eminem and Fifty Cent on that album, yeah, that yeah. shit fucking killed me. Which wasn't a great song. It wasn't a great song. Like. Definitely wasn't peak Eminem and Fifty Cent, but uh, I'm glad to to at least have seen it. But to have Ed Sheeran, Eminem, and and Fifty Cent, that shit should have like been the equivalent of like the Infinity Gauntlet, but <laughs> the shit wasn't. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, I'll listen to it. It's just not not what uh what I expected. But yeah, that w- that was actually something I wanted to share with the whole Ed Sheeran shit, like. I'm excited now. Now that you showed me, I, I kind of want to hear the the album to see. Yeah, if it's I skimmed good. through it. It's it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, but that song that we're gonna talk about later is really good, mm-hmm. and I think everybody should give it a listen because the message I feel is important. 
real decent. Now, this is what I really want to talk about. Only because it, it, it baffles me. And I'd like to kind of... <laughs> I'd like to give my opinion on it. Uh, obviously, we're talking ice raids. Right. But why is impeach Donald Trump, hashtag impeach Donald Trump now, even a thing right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, at what point don't you just, like, live with the fact that, like, th- this is who, who Trump is? Brash, a brute at times, says how it is in his mind, because, I mean, I'm sure people don't agree with him. Not everybody, at least. At what point? I don't know. It it, it, it seems a little frustrating, and, and, and one of those things where where like it doesn't have the same effect it did in the beginning of his presidency. You see what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's like the boy who cried wolf. It's starting to become that. Like oh, yeah. impeach him now. Oh, uh, uh, he he was mean to that lady. Impeach him now. Oh, he took a shit before doing a speech. Oh, impeach him now. It, it's just becoming kind of like. A joke, really. I think it speaks to the lack of maturity that so many people that comment and chime in on politics have. Like, it's just, it doesn't work like that. Oh, he he hurt my feelings. <laughs> Impeach. Like, okay, that doesn't work like that. Like... Like what? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Like, just stop. Just stop. You know what I'm saying? Mobilize. Do what you got to do. Protest. Fucking organize. Get together. But the whole impeach Trump every time he says something you don't like, it clearly doesn't work. Obviously, it doesn't hurt his approval rating. And it doesn't change the fact that in most people's regard, he's doing a good job. Yeah. Even if they would not like to admit that he's doing a good job or they don't feel like the good job is due to him. I've come across people that hate this man, but will still say, yes, the economy is doing good. Yes, there is more incentive yes people do feel more optimistic even though they hate him so this is something that needs to be accepted and there has to be a policy and platform change on the left yeah now obviously this this comes from the whole ice raids situation which then led to pretty much Trump talking or tweeting about certain congresswomen. Now, how do you particularly feel about the ICE raids right now? Um, I feel like they are, one, doing their job. <laughs> yeah. That That's what they are there to do. Mm-hmm. And ICE has been there for way before Trump was there. So let's let's make that clear. Yeah, Trump didn't start ICE. This was these were here. They were there, which is the Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Now, that that's been made clear. Second, he said this was going to happen. He said what he was going to do. And if there's any president in recent history 
who if they say they're going to do something, you can almost bet your bottom dollar that they're going to do it, is this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So I don't get like what, what the, the big surprise is now. Is there an emotional aspect to it? Yeah, 100% there is because like there are, you know, families and and loved ones and everything like that. But this is a meal ticket for Trump in the 2020 election. And the reason why it's a meal ticket for Trump is because when the whole border wall debate was going on with the Democrats, he pretty much told them, if you fund this wall, I am leaving the people that are here already alone. Essentially, he said that. Yeah. So now when 2020 comes and they are most definitely whoever the, the front runner is for the left, they're going to use this or at least attempt to use it against him. He's going to be like, no. See, you don't get to say that because remember when I offered you a deal? Remember when I said, if you fund my wall, the people here are okay? So actually, this is your fault. So all of those families, those crying families and those torn apart families that do, the, the ones that are, that are in those families that have the right to vote, when you go to the polls and when you, when you place your ballot, remember that. Remember that, that Trump was the guy that tried to cut your family member a deal by leaving them here if these clowns if these clowns fund the wall because the fact of the matter is that there is an overflow of illegal immigrants coming in and the wall while it's not going to stop all of it it can reduce the wave or the overflow to a manageable trickle which is not unreasonable by any sovereignty standards in the world it's not unreasonable no no like that's what's so mind-blowing it's not unreasonable to want to maintain the sovereignty of your nation which for people that don't know what sovereignty is it's just a line in the sand or a or or a wall or a fence something that divides the sides that are like of totally different politics and cultures and systems we have our sovereignty and it's very important for the american culture to maintain that and he's not doing anything other than what a president should do in trying to maintain that so i don't see them i don't see like the whole um virtue signaling thing working for them in this instance yeah and actually let me see if i could pull this up um where is it where is it where is it okay uh this is where a situation like this which which i agree with everything you've said um even even the aoc situation where she was talking to uh the the gentleman uh uh in charge of ice i i can't think of his name she was trying to grill him on the family separation thing. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw the video. I did. It was like on Twitter and Facebook. So she's like, "So you you were okay? With, you signed the paper where like the families would get separated." And he's like, "I signed the paper that like we were going to be strict on, on on the laws." That's what he's saying. He's like, "You know, like no, we're not playing the laws people. that were already in place." Yeah, the laws that were already in place. I signed. I signed those rules like to, to basically like let's to do my fucking job exactly. <laughs> And she's like, so so you were for the separation of family? He's like, no, I was for like the law, like what the law dictates. Let's let's follow the law. And she's like, so that involves family separation. 
and he's like, you know, I used to be, and I think he said he was, he used to be the commissioner of New York. He's like, I used to be a commissioner in New York. When I arrested a dad, I obviously separated him from his kid because I'm arresting him because he's breaking the law. So just like I would treat any U.S. citizen as how I'm treating these immigrants, these illegal immigrants, is I'm, I'm doing my job. And, he, and, and then she's like, well, no, 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 no. They're not breaking... They're not breaking the law. It's not breaking the law when 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 you wanna when you're looking for um what's the word that 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 uh, asylum. He's like they're just asylees. He's like wait wait, and then he gives he gives the U.S. code like the law basically saying no that they're they're breaking the law. She's like no, if you're a U.S. asylee, you're not breaking the law. He's like no, if you're not going through the port of entry. And you're seeking asylum, you are breaking the law. Go through the port of entry. Right. And it's and it's the government's task to assign asylum not the immigrant you don't get to assign your own asylum <laughs> and, and and that i i would assume because like when she when she realized that she had checkmated she was like, yeah <laughs> she didn't know how to handle it so then she just moved on and asked another question and see a lot of people were making fun of her saying like oh well you know this ain't Twitter. <laughs> this is real shit. Like Twitter, you could have your little clapbacks. This isn't what this is. But more so, like, you're trying to paint a picture. And and it's not gonna work. You know, like the media has been trying to paint a picture for the longest and it's not working. The MAGA kids. Well, actually, uh, Steven Crowder had a had a had a little uh, had a tweet today, some about like the MAGA hoax, the 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 MAGA hat kids about uh, the Russian collusion story. Uh, just a, a slew of stuff that they pretty much embellish. Yeah. And, and and it's not working. You're really just helping Trump by taking on this, this immigration battle. The ICE raids protests in Colorado where they took the U.S. flag down and then put the, 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 the Mexican flag. That's not going to help re-election. You're not going to help. You're helping Trump. You're yeah. not helping your case. <laughs> you're taking the American flag down, throwing it on the ground, and putting the Mexican flag, and you're saying, "Well, yeah, you know, like we don't like these." This is not helping your and cause. That exactly, is the problem that I was describing in the sovereignty issues. Is listen, no, the American flag is the flag. If Mexico was so great, then why are you fighting so hard and bitching and moaning to stay here? <laughs> that's the that's the whole point. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, and people are outraged just for the sake of being outraged. Now, see, I could see, like you. Well, you said this from from the get go when I oh, asked you the question. Hold yeah, that question. Mm -hmm. Very important because what you just said about Stephen Crowder and him sort of debunking a lot of these media myths that they have created and and just this just total and utter nefarious reporting that they do i don't know if you saw but recently trump had a social media summit at the white house yes and what i was going to tell you is it's interesting because alternative media has become so big and such a great source for information because a lot of people in the alternative media actually encourage people that are listening to them 
to go look this shit up for themselves. Yeah. And while the mainstream media is dying, alternative media is growing. And it's funny because there's people that were on Twitter talking about how what Trump was hosting was a summit for white supremacists and conspiracy theorists. He's just calling it a social media summit. You said it was MSNBC, or no? It was it was it was somebody on Twitter that said that. I don't know if they were they were affiliated with MSNBC. It actually people are saying that because MSNBC came out with the story that way. Wow, which is fucked up. See, it's something. It's one thing if it was someone from Twitter, but the fact that you're getting this from MSNBC and now it's getting spread. But and MSNBC is mainstream media, and that's exactly why they don't fuck with you. That's exactly why people are not fucking with you. You're saying crazy things, <laughs> and and in a time, and in a world with a culture that the technology can debunk shit so fast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, this is not true. The the mega hat kids. No, this is not true. The video, the evidence, it's right there. Yeah, uh, and that's where because Tim Pool had like something to say about Trump tweeting about the the Congresswomen. Yeah, right? I did see that. And and uh, like I said, I understand if you don't agree with Trump's tactics. There's people who just find it tasteless. I I, I, I wouldn't say I agree because my persona is a little bit more straightforward. So like stuff like that, I actually appreciate. But I appreciate it for one reason though. I don't. I don't think just being like overall curt and and abrasive works if you're just doing it for the sake of being abrasive. Yeah. I, I think. I think it's 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 one of those things like if it's if a someone, tactic. Yeah, exactly. Someone punches you, you're gonna punch them back, right? That's just. So I feel that that's the way Trump perceives it, and 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 Tim Pool had something I disagreed with when he said something about Trump. This was a tweet. He's like, all Trump had to do was sit back and let Democrats fight, but he couldn't. His tweets were a gift for the Democrats, allowing them to unite. Major media only had to sit back and wait, but of course they couldn't apparently. It is the Democrats' fault, Trump tweeted. He's like, this is why I can't, this is why I can't vote. I can't ever vote for him. But in you saying that you can't ever vote for him, could you ever vote for anyone on the left or anyone on the right? Yeah, you're essentially becoming... As dumb as those never Trumpers. Exactly. Like to me, and he's smarter than that. Yeah. Because even Ben Shapiro, he was never a never Trumper. He didn't rock with Trump mm -hmm. when when during the 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 2016 election. Yeah. But now the way he talks about him, I would almost unequivocally bet that he would vote for Trump now. What he actually. I forgot what interview it was. They asked him, "Is like, would you vote for Trump?" And he's like, "Well, as it currently stands, I would be willing to vote for Trump due to his track record." Now, see, before I wasn't sure what we were getting. Now that I've seen, I can understand his the way he's doing things. So basically, saying that yeah, I would vote for him. But see, that's that's someone that has reason. Like, yeah. see. When you say something like that, that means that you're willing to vote for someone that, like you said, that'll be okay with a story like the conspiracy theory shit. Like the, the or what, what was it that, that that they said? Um, it was a media summit, but you're saying that it was some right wing conspiracy theorists. Yeah. And 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 that's where you lose all like legitimate respect because 
everything is always wrong. Like because you don't agree with them. Basically, you don't agree with them. You're a racist. You're a homophobe. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're out of your fucking mind. And 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 to me, it's like, well, no. I think, I think, the way Trump perceives it is, well, shit. You want to keep talking shit. You want to keep passing laws that are anti-American. Right. Which let me read the tweet because we haven't read it. Okay. This is Trump's tweet that we're referencing. So interesting to see progressive Democrat congressmen who originally came from countries whose governments are complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt, inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all. Now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Then come back and show us how it is done. These places need your help badly. You, can leave, you can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. <laughs> now, so that's the tweet. So, it's, it, is, there, there, it is a little ignorant on his part because only one of those congressmen is actually from another country. Yeah. So there's that. But there's a caveat. What they are pushing for is some straight communist, socialist nation, un-American as shit. Yeah. And while they are not from those countries, their people are. Their family, they, they are descendants of people yeah. from those countries and that is part of the problem and i've actually recently had a discussion with people about the importance of sovereignty which i was discussing earlier that yes mexico's culture is nice venezuela venezuela has beautiful things south america has beautiful things things that should be celebrated all of this all of that yeah. but it's not American. It's not America. It's not the same shit, the same bravado, the same pizzazz that made us what we are today. Yeah. And if you put one next to the other and one had to diminish, I'm definitely choosing the other one to diminish because it's not us. It's not. Now, I'm not saying that it necessarily has to diminish. But I'm not going to celebrate that shit the way I celebrate the country that that is that I'm free and I'm able to grow and have upward mobility. And even for as bad as things can be at times, it's still not those places. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And actually, this is coming from like I'm, I'm Mexican, Puerto Rican. So I, I've obviously my, I was actually raised more Mexican because my dad was Mexican and my, well, my, was Mexican. He is Mexican or of Mexican descent. And, and my mom's Puerto Rican. So she kind of took on like as far as the food and the culture, it was more so Mexican. But I was exposed to the Puerto Rican culture. And there are nice things. And, and I would never tell anybody not to enjoy a culture. But there is a big. That's a great ass woman though. That like is like her man. Like is this so like? Oh shit! I gotta learn how to make some Mexican food. <laughs> Mixed food. <laughs> I'm gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was like, and it was crazy because eating Puerto Rican food at home was like a delicacy. I see. So so like, 
I remember like because Mexican food was just a norm. So I mean, it's delicious. Mexican food is delicious. Not so great for you, but very delicious. So every time she would make Puerto Rican food, it was like, damn, oh shit, it's Puerto Rican food today, baby. But and I love, I I love going to Mexico. I love going to Puerto Rico. But I can't, I can't live in denial. Like you know what I'm saying? Like at what point don't you realize? Like man, I'm I'm happy I'm from here. Like it's nice to visit there and it's nice to enjoy certain things, but. I'm American. Like, I remember remember when we went to Mexico and, like, people were asking us what we are and whatnot. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm Cuban and Mexican. They're like, oh, you're not Mexican. You weren't born here. And then it's like, in that first little instance, I was like, should Fuck I be you. offended? But I was like, nah, actually, you can have this shit. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm red, white, and blue all day. Like, oh, sorry. And, and see, that that's where there's been a disconnect. I, I feel, especially from you and I, whenever we see, like, and, and again, teach their own, like, when there's the Mexican parades and the Puerto Rican parades and all that stuff, I've never been big on that. I'm huge on American, like, American holidays and stuff like that. Like, and really, like, the only reason I remember, like, like especially Mexican holidays is because it's big in, in the boxing world. Because Mexican people are huge boxing yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, there's always something on the Cinco de Mayo, always something yep. on September 16th. Exactly. So so that's one thing I do appreciate about that that time. But, like, you know, it, there's no way. But, but if you, even in that, though, if you think of where the greatness of that is stemming from. <laughs> Some it, American event. It's American as event. That's yeah. my point. Like, pay-per-view las vegas like everything that is boxing is like american as shit you know what i'm saying yeah and and two okay so i'm gonna give you two examples of people that came from mexico and how they feel right so so there's a friend of ours who's a great videographer like really smart dude like when it comes to to that stuff editing and, and everything i remember one time during that during that time he made a song and he's like, what are we celebrating independence for when all this shit is corrupt over there and is the reason why we leave? Yeah. And this was coming from someone who was Mexican. Yeah. It says a lot. I remember when I was a kid and I would ask my dad, what do you see yourself as? Are you like Mexican or American? And my dad's like, no, I'm American. He's yeah. like, I got a fucking Pontiac Firebird. You know, like a Lincoln Town Car, uh, a Lincoln Navigator, fucking the Mustang. He the fucking, that. <laughs> like, like every muscle car you can think of, he's had. He's like, all this is because I came here and I reaped the benefits of this country. Like, I was able to, I integrated to this. This is why I left because, and it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. But, like, he looks at himself as more American. Like, his loyalty yeah. is to America. And that's what it should be. My, like my dad is one hundred percent the same way. Exactly, and and it's like, why, <laughs> why not? Like, well, a, a matter of fact, my dad. Remember he, that he told us that story. I'm not gonna go into all the details of the story, but like he said that like that being in a place outside of this country, that if he were ever forced to take down the American flag. Like, he would go to the U.S. consulate and be like, yeah, they're making me take the flag. I'm out. Like, but yeah. before I leave, you need to know this. And, like, he was, like, almost, like, teary-eyed when he said that to us. Yeah. Like, emotional about it. Like, yeah, like, I'm I'm gone. Like, I can't fuck with this shit, you yeah. know? And, and wouldn't you be? 
Oh, yeah, like everything that represents, like, like, oh yeah, take that American flag down. Like, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm not wanted here. Then, right? Basically... Like, not just my flag. Essentially, you're saying everything about me is not welcome here. So, I. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I'll crazy. Be back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna need me. I'm gonna rally the troops. <laughs> right now, obviously, we're giving Trump's take. On, on on this situation and where he was coming from in the sense of like why he was <laughs> why he was being critical of, of these women and obviously you're right it was ignorant on his part in the sense that only one was not of you know born in the US I will agree with you on that like but but then you know one thing I will say is the Twitter world is a crazy world because it's a very What's the word? It's a very like, it's a quick-witted world where you say things you you cannot you just blurt stuff out. Yeah, and you don't. It's not really like, it, it's just like spur of the moment type of thing. So so I am willing to, in general, like people say a lot of stupid shit. A lot of people that I followed, you know, whether I agree or disagree, it's like you could tell it's just kind of emotion based to yeah, start a conversation. I, I would say the only thing, the only issue I have with it is that it takes. It dulls the dagger a little bit, like you like yeah. that tweet was a sharp dagger, but because it wasn't as precise as it could be, yeah, you it was a little bit duller than it ought to be. Yeah. In in what's going on, because you had asked me a question in pre-production about yeah the him him even chiming in on this whole thing. Well, yeah. Well, let me kind of paint the picture first. That way, like people kind of get the idea. So. Obviously, before all this, before this episode, it's been about like a week, we've seen Nancy Pelosi and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez bickering. Yeah. It's been kind of like, actually, it's been pretty rough for the left. Ever since the debates, <laughs> up till whenever the hell Trump tweeted this stuff, it's been pretty bad. Like, you could tell it, it they're in panic mode. Yeah, definitely. And, 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 and. In one of the past episodes, we covered this, and it was in passing. You've seen that they're disintegrating and just on a downward spiral. Yeah. They agreed to more funding on the border wall, which was just kind of swept under the rug, didn't really hit the news too much, but was a big victory for Trump. Yeah. Um, the bickering, the ice thing, the American flag getting thrown down, the, Amer you know, the Mexican flag held high somewhere in Colorado. All this is working in Trump's favor. And then I asked you, do you think in a situation like this where they're just pretty much eating each other, him saying that hurts him? Him tweeting those th those tweets hurt him? Or were they or would you would you have had him just kind of like been like just skip this shit? I personally don't think that it hurt him and here's why. While the bickering back and forth was going on between Pelosi and AOC, who essentially are representatives of the new school and the old school of the Democratic Party. And Pelosi came to the defense of AOC, even though they were bickering, she came to the defense of her because of what, what Trump said. One, one quick thing before you say that. This week, AOC was saying oh well i think she's racist yeah 
Yeah, like the the big the yeah yeah I I gathered all that like mm-hmm. I I was already applying all of that into the bickering the yeah. back and forth bickering. I think publicly, Pelosi is one person, and privately she's another person. And I, I think we've seen enough of her to make that assessment from the the wall to even when Trump got elected, he made it seem like. He was expecting her to like rock with him more. So like 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 in private conversations, she's one way and publicly she's another way. Chuck Schumer, I think he has a public face and a private face. Trump, I don't think he's that way. I think like Trump is Trump. I think you get authenticity. I'm sure he sometimes behaves a little bit more brash publicly, but I think he does that with a tactic behind it, a tactic in mind. But for the most part, I think you're getting authenticity. Now, reason why I think the whole thing helps Trump is because two main reasons. One, like I said, Pelosi has the private face and the public face. And yes, I think publicly she's going to speak out in defense of AOC, but privately she's going to remember this shit. Yeah. Cuz she's not a dumb woman. She's not. Yeah. And she's not a rookie. She's been at this shit. Like these yeah. these four chicks like they're freshmen. Like it's like yeah, you guys think you know, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. So her experience I think speaks volumes. So there's that. And then also I think Pelosi right now is trying to navigate and reclaim the identity of the Democratic Party. And I think these four goofies are making that very hard for her to do. It reminds me of this episode of King of the Hill where Peggy takes over uh, Sugarfoot's, that, that uh, oh, yeah. Strickland's uh, business, yep. because like he's going through a divorce or whatever. So I guess he puts everything in Hank's name. Yeah. And then so he needs Peggy's help to like run the shit or whatever. Yeah. So she's having a business meeting. And obviously, Sugarfoot's is like a rib shack. Yeah. But somehow, some way, hamburgers and cheeseburgers come into the conversation so everybody's throwing out like productive ideas she has all the employees there everything like that and then the one like idiot cook like when they throw out like hamburgers somebody mentions white they're like oh what about hamburgers and then one guy's like what do you like white castle and then the the, the goofy's contribution he's like i like them square hamburgers <laughs> <laughs> that's aoc that's AO- no it literally is aoc like yeah. listen bitch we're dying did you not see the debate? We yeah. are fucking on life support. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, honestly, that's what that is. Like, yeah. like, shut up, Goofy. Like, don't you see? We are on life support. We are dying. This motherfucker is like, like, like doing the Dougie. He's like, doing the fucking money dance. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah, Trump- <laughs> yeah, bitch. I will win. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the money dance. And you're saying the stupid shit. Shut up. Yeah. Please shut up. And that's how she sounded. Because it, she sounds like she took a medicine and she's trying to throw that shit up. Yeah. So basically everything that she's saying is like, Yeah. Is because like she realizes like you kind of did. Well, actually, Ben Shapiro mentions this. I saw this uh, clip in Facebook where he's talking about it. He's like, you, 
you you wanted to play and 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 oh bigger up bigger up now this is your problem yeah because because now it's like now she's turning on you yeah which of course we've always talked about the lefty is gonna eat itself <laughs> and it's like it's bad and, and, and you are right Nancy Pelosi definitely a lot smarter and we saw this shit coming a long time ago yeah yeah I mean come on AOC and Inanimar well first of all AOC comes from a district where like you'd you'd have to be like the antichrist not to win and if if you're not from the left so you're giving this person so much power oh look she's she's a rock star. no no she was supposed to win Inan Omar comes from a district where like everyone that voted for her is muslim right you know what i'm saying like it, it, it it's somewhere in minnesota where that's where mostly people emigrate like come on now which is not a real assessment and valuation of your true curb appeal as a politician. Yeah, because there's it's not 50 a tr- fucking states. It's not true value. Like it's yeah. it's your little district of 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 these people, which is fine. You represent them. Yeah. They're Americans, 100%. Do your job. But listen, the rest of us don't rock with that shit. Exactly. And you have to find as a politician, you have to find the the I guess Let's 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 compare them to Obama. Obama was very good at appealing. But, I mean, and politically, Obama and Obama was a master at veiling his intentions. Exactly. Like he, like there, there were times where I was like, I, I like I listened to dude, and I like I like from day one I knew because I knew like who his father was. I knew who he studied, the Solalinskis. Like mm. I knew how he was. He was. Uh, he rocked with what's that that uh, anarchist dude, uh, uh, Bill Bill Ayer, yeah, Bill Ayer, yeah. something, something, some, some, something. I always get it confused because that director, there's a director named David Ayer, <laughs> yeah, and then it is Bill Ayer though, Bill Ayer or Bill Ayer. He's the guy who wrote the like the 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 arc the the. It's like a list of how to the something cookbook the. I can't think of it. Yeah, so it's something cookbook. It's it's like pretty much a terrorist book. Like it shows you like how to make bombs and shit like that. Yeah, talking about overthrowing the government. The anarchist cookbook. Yeah, that's yep. what it yeah. is. Yeah, I was looking it up. You beat me to it. Yeah, and so oh yeah, my my brain is way more advanced than that phone you oh, have. Yeah, man, <laughs> fucking <laughs> no, Google, but step your shit up. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, the the anarchist cookbook, and so I knew like he rocked with all these people, so. I already knew like what dude was on, but I will give it to him. He did veil it very nicely. Yeah, if he veiled it. We're like, oh shit, it shit doesn't sound so bad. You know, I never <laughs> yeah. like bought into it, but you know what I'm saying. Exactly, he knew how to play the game. Yeah, like very well. Yeah, very very well. Like he was a very charismatic. He knew how to handle it, and then like, listen, kudos to him for for getting to where he got. But them, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're really just like, this is what we are. Listen, shit's fucked up in these streets. This is what we got. This is what we got for you. Honestly, shit's fucked up in these honestly, streets. Honestly, they're like, well, there were only three Stooges, but let's say is you had Mo Curly, uh, Mo Curly, Larry, and then you add Shemp to the mix. Four Stooges. It's just that's what that is. It's like, all right, hey, Mo Curly, Larry, Shemp. The nation, please fix it. And then that's what that, like, like, that would be like, like a, a, a three, or, or in this case, a Four Stooges episode. Like the Four Stooges go to Congress. <laughs> like that would yeah. be the episode. And you know, like I, their success, even if they were to make it far, because that was one thing I thought about. Because because Bernie Sanders, I'm, I'm, 
well, I, I'm not really scared of him winning anymore. But before, I was like, oh, that's kind of scary. But I think his policies are so far left that once once the once the red wave came through, it would just really be gridlock all the way to the next election, you know. But the thing to me is, okay, these are the young quote unquote rock star progressives. They ain't gonna get shit done. They're really slowing you down. And at this point, you've already established that the Elizabeth Warrens and and the Sanders and the Kamala Harris uh, pretty much suck from the teat of identitarian politics. Yeah. And like at this point it's too late. And I, I think that's where Pelosi and 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 all these older cats like you you fucked up. Yeah. You fucked up by even giving them a platform to begin with. Yeah, and and I gather that Pelosi gets that. Yeah. She, I think where she's at is like survival. Yeah, I'm 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 fucking trying to survive. I have four or five houses. Who knows like what she has? Yeah. And you bitches are going to make me lose it all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Honestly, like that's I think that's where where she is. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's like a, a and who would have thought that this dude could do cause all of this? <laughs> this dude that like nobody yeah 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 you know what i'm saying like well the thing is though i've I, we've said this before he was really what what it was is he was an answer to what was happening so it was more so like well my my critique of tim pool's tweet is basically that like how are you going to be mad at the answer to what the left had became yeah you know what i mean like it was to the point where it was like the point of no return. You needed a Trump. And and it is funny that you say that because that's exactly what it was. It was a boxing match and the left was beating the shit out of the right. Yeah. Beating the shit out of the right. And then came the 11th round and the, the right just came with a crazy ass haymaker and knocked the left down. And then the left talking about, oh, you hit me too hard. Well, no. no, like you were beating the fuck out of me. And then now the 12th round, it's you, the the left is on the ropes now. Yeah. Shit. I'd, I'd even go as far as to say that it was so bad that like before he knocked you out, he probably gave you like two low blows, got points deducted. And like, it was, oh, this is already downhill. But it was just he, he knew that he had to get dirty because yeah. it was over. If, if, if this 12th round ended with. Like a decision, it's over. Yeah, it, it is over, and that's that's basically what Trump was. It was like, well, this is what the people are asking for. I mean, what do you want? And look at the culture. Come on, and, and we've talked about it before. Like, it was getting to the point where, where shit on just a multitude of levels was getting ridiculous, socially. Things were so PC that it was getting ridiculous. Um, politically, before be, before he won, things were going left. Well, actually, the graph that we talked about last week, yeah, from 2008 to 2016, it was already far left. Yeah. Oh, it was actually 2008 to 2017. It was already far left. That's what we were left with. And I think what happened is you got comfortable. See, what it was was Obama was kicking his feet up was like damn we're decent we're gonna win you know because you're not going out like bush see when bush was going out it was over 
Yeah. Uh, he, he, probably they're not going to win. But with him, it was like, well, shit, everything was coasting. No, Nothing controversial. No one hated him. His approval rating was high. What I think happened is they got comfortable. You know, like, think about that. They, they got comfortable, but also... They didn't have to ask. It was, and, and, and I made this criticism a few weeks ago. They became too metropolitan. They, not everybody lives in the downtown of a big city. So your culture, your beliefs, like your system of doing things, yeah, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for a lot of people. A lot of people don't believe this. Yes, we get it. We get it. Nine months, kill the baby. We get it. 80% taxes. We get that. You like all of that shit. No guns. Like, you can say this, but you can't say that. Or only this person can say this, but this person can't say that. We get that. All you people, you love that shit. <laughs> we get it. The rest of us don't, though. That doesn't win elections. And it doesn't win elections. Yeah. It doesn't win elections. Inan Omar and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, would they win? Would they even win the nomination, the Democratic nomination? Hell no. No exactly. way. No they, way. They're the, fi- the well, since you, you you came with the boxing analogy, they're the fighter that's being protected by the promoter. Oh, here. It's an easy knockout. This is an easy knockout. Oh, this guy's good. And then as soon as you get put with someone that's halfway decent, you're going to get knocked the fuck out. It's going to be a shock. <gasps> they lost. But No. You appeal to a demographic that's good for and, your and area. And you're entering a, an arena and a realm you're not ready for. It's one Canelo fought Mayweather. You're not ready for him. Oh, like, why are you putting this guy with him? Yeah. Same thing with this. Like, why are you... Why are you... Why do you think you can talk like this to Pelosi? If anything, you should be learning from her and trying to get as close as possible to her because... Exactly. Like, she's been in the game. You know what I'm saying? Since Bush. Yeah. Since Bush. Yeah. Like that's like I remember like when when Bush was pre- the second Bush, that's when like, I kept hearing her name Pelosi Pelosi Pelosi. Yeah. She's been in the game, she's been up top. Like like you're right. Sometimes you got to humble yourself. Yeah, well that's the problem. There's yeah. a there's a huge lack of humility because we live in the 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 millennial culture. I'm so fucking great. My mommy and daddy said I'm awesome, so I am awesome. You are, honey. <laughs> right? My teacher said I'm fucking great. Like what? Like what have you done? Like what? You like what? Like, I want a trophy. That, that's the thing, though. Everybody, everybody has this 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 mentality of they're so fucking great. Yeah. Everybody's so great. It reminds me of of the of the another true detective reference of the the part when he's uh being interviewed, Russ Rustin Cole's being interviewed and he's talking about about g- people that believe in God and how a lot of times that belief in God kind of makes them selfish, which yeah. I have encountered a lot of people like that in my life. And then and then he's like he's like they're all like me, 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 me. Everything's about me. I'm so fucking great. I'm so special. That that's what yeah. that's what this is. Yeah. And it gets hyped up by other people who also feel the same way about themselves because once you live in an echo chamber where everybody is is fucking uh sucking their own dicks like you don't seek to tell anybody hey man like 
why don't you let the world suck your dick and why are you, why are you sucking your own dick like let the world suck it like, yeah like by yeah. by like you being this is probably like a horrible as an analogy yeah i'm, I'm scared right now no but what i'm saying is like rather than writing rather let me let's 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 reverse <laughs> rather than toot your own horn <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely understood, but no. you, you kind of gave me the green light on that joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, so rather rather than toot your own horn, let yeah. the world toot it for you. And I like the other analogy better. But but that's that's the world we live in. Like for instance, yeah. we live in that whole Yas Queen era. Like, oh god! Like every every mother, oh yeah, oh look, Instagram. I bought these new shoes. Yas Queen. Yeah, like what? Why? Why are we celebrating like just mediocrity? And bitch, behave. But and, and I, we're we're getting off off track a little bit. But the reason why all of that is worth mentioning is because that's what creates these type of politicians that think that they can just step in and talk like this. When when Rubio was a was a, a young freshman all star, he never got down like that. No. He was very respectful. Let me learn. Let me see, and then he made a name for himself. But but they're just coming in and and talking just pure nonsense, and they're hurting themselves. They're hurting their party. Yeah, and and see, it's a testament to where we're at with with news. Obviously, we've seen countless of situations, and we talked about it earlier on this episode. But like, look at. I know Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is Puerto Rican, and I know Puerto Rico is not a country. It's actually part of the U.S. Not a state, but part of the U.S. Commonwealth. Yeah. Why is the news not covering all these fraud and corruption charges in the, in the Puerto Rican government? Because I know that they covered the side of where, oh, Trump is not being helpful, he hasn't sent anything. Okay, fast forward to 2019, July... And you see that we've already seen pictures of a fucking runway with all this water that was never distributed. All these resources that were never distributed. And what does the news do? Oh, well, this doesn't fit our narrative. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just imagine the culture that you just described and then just, like, the news feeding into that. Yeah, that's exactly what they do. Like the It's a the, bubble. Like that uh, soccer lesbian, the... <laughs> <laughs> he's a soccer lesbian. What? Rap, rapper? No. Yeah. yeah, she is a soccer. Well, I did. I describe her in any way that she would be offended that I described her. Does no. she not play soccer? Is she not a lesbian? The soccer lesbian. <laughs> you know what I was talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, I, I did. Right. Rapper? No. Yeah. So, <laughs> like that's a good ass little marketing point for her. It is I, the, the soccer so- lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this week on the soccer lesbian. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, where she's like, she's like, um, with with that little clip that was circulating online where she's holding the trophy. She's like, I deserve this. Did you see that shit? That shit was so annoying. Now, yes, you do deserve it. You're yeah. a champion, one hundred percent. But what happens is, no. you who worked incredibly hard for that, which I don't take anything away from her, and she, she's really good. She worked hard for that. I wouldn't know. I don't watch women play soccer. (laughs) She's the third best player on that team. It's just it happened to work in her favor that she had a good. But that wild ass lesbian is talking about all this shit. (laughs) (laughs) The platform. Yeah, (laughs) it's coming. No, anyway. (laughs) No, but but I'm sorry. She's talking that grease, and that's fine. She's earned it. Talk that grease, girl. But 
people that were like retweeting and reposting that shit, you don't deserve it. You stop saying that shit. Like like the people that that were taking that and like using at it, using as using it as a battle cry for the shit that they think that they deserve in their life but haven't worked or earned. That that's that's true, but she's out of her fucking mind talking about politics like she no, knows no, shit. yeah yeah i'm not even nah i'm not even well, gonna fucking entertain you know, that's, that that's yeah. why they're even giving her the platform yeah but i'm not entertaining that clown ass shit i told you she's a wild ass lesbian she's <laughs> saying wild doing wild ass things no <laughs> no, no no but uh no i'm not even entertaining the politics of it i don't give a fuck like i mean it's stupid but there's there's not enough time in the day no but what i'm talking about is yeah. when she's holding the trophy yeah of the World Cup or whatever, what I don't know if that was like MVP trophy or whatever it was. Yeah. She's saying, I deserve this, which she does. I am not arguing that or debating yeah. that at all. Yes, you do, girl. You did that. What was the World Cup trophy? So we deserve this, first of all, because it's 11 player team. Right. But I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just speaking to like her contribution. Yeah. It would be the equivalent of like LeBron won the finals with his team, yeah. but he's holding it and saying, I deserve this. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. All that. What I'm saying is the mentality of people in society that take that and then they apply it to like their life no. and they just become so certain of what it is they deserve. Oh, I deserve this. Well, yeah. have you worked for it? Have you earned it? That's the realm, the yeah. culture that we're living in. But Which does kind of coincide with the topic that we're going to address later when we get into the whole Ed Sheeran song. Actually, it's perfect because, okay, think for a minute where she, she's she been. Who's the wild-ass lesbian? <laughs> yes. I'm saying, who are you talking yes, about? Yes, the wild-ass lesbian, yeah. rapping no. Um, So she's in a fucking bubble right now, right? She has certain political views. And, and, and I hate when people say this, like, when it comes to this stuff, oh, I'm bold. No, that's actually the safest thing you could do because then yeah, you get a platform. You're in an echo chamber. Yeah. A bubble, as you said. And and, and and essentially in this echo chamber, she's been in Pod Safe America. She's been interviewed here, there, everywhere. All by people who rock with her narrative. All by people who rock with her agenda and her views and her beliefs. Exactly. So now you'll have maybe, oh, I'm, I'm with my boy LeBron. Oh, shit, look, we're taking... All this is all safe and awesome. Oh, now I'm in this runway oh look met gala you've literally just by having an opinion and being in a place where oh like she's really good you've kind of created this monster almost you know like and and it's kind of a scary thing because what happened like a pseudo monster well well the thing is i don't even see with her it's a pseudo monster but what happens is a lot of people look into that and they're like, that's what I want. And that's where the song that you were about to talk about right. kind of coincides right. with everything. But why I say pseudo monster is because when a real monster comes like Trump, <laughs> you don't know what the fuck to do. That, and it, it, it matches perfectly with the joke, which I wholeheartedly rock with this shit. <laughs> I imagine Trump kind of swooping in on a situation like this. On some Manolo shit. Lesbian. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I had to say that. Anyway. I'm a motherfucking monster. 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 Yeah. But uh, but not. Um, 
But yeah, when a real monster comes, or like Chris Rock said in Tambourine, which I rock with this joke a lot, and it's very true. He said when he sent his daughters to school, private school, all that stuff, and they were they were having the orientation, and he said how the school was like, oh, we have a strict anti-bullying policy. He's like, that immediately made me want to take my daughters out of that school. He's like, bullies do half of the work for you. And he's like, and the more important half. I 100% agree with that. I, how many times... I know it happened to you a few times in your life. It's happened to me a few times in my life where like we went as obviously younger kids dealing with some sort of adversary at school. I wouldn't say bully because I was never bullied, but we growing up, you have adversaries that you got to deal with and your parents tell you exactly what to do, which is deal with it. Yeah. Figure it out. You it really to. does and like it builds character you learn how to maneuver you you learn like okay I, I like these people are with them these people are with them like you get to learn a lot of stuff by that why why i even bring that up is the same thing works in politics the same thing works in culture you think you're so big and bad oh i deserve this what the fuck are you gonna do when a real monster's knocking on your door and like all this pseudo shit is paper thin and this motherfucker is coming through with a sledgehammer? Your ass gonna be like, Russ Cole, where the fuck you at? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> more, we ain't there. More or less. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's a good segue into the Ed Sheeran song, but I would like to save that for the end. You want to okay. get into this National Geographic article? Oh, yeah, damn, I completely forgot. Man, we've been... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've yes. been on this. Let, yeah, yeah, let's get into this article real quick, and then we'll go into that. Um, right. So... Uh, we're holding people in suspense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, there are now more people over the age of 65 than under the age of five. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> right off the bat, it means that the older generation is going to have way less people supporting them. And we've talked about this a multitude of times. Japan has actually been on this trend for quite a while where the more educated, intelligent, and sophisticated a culture gets, the less kids they have. Why the fuck is that? That that's I think I think it's just a little bit of realism or a whole lot of realism. Like, the fact that you understand things. I think we were talking about this earlier. We are very terrified of some of the decisions the people around us make. And the reason why is I think we think, like, we think of things in, in, in like, a chess-like manner. Very chess-like. Yeah, so, like, I... Sometimes you know. to a fault, maybe. But, see... I'd rather be safe than sorry. So even if I, I'm a little slower to the draw, I, I know at least like, because you you start thinking, you start thinking about situations in, in a way that, well, it's, it's the way I, I talked about uh, last week. I think we, t- we were talking a little bit on stoicism and how like the, the daily stoic book, yeah. how it was really fascinating how like all those like Greek, philosophers would question themselves and like that's some real ass shit to like question yourself in in a world and in a realm in which you're an all-knowing person in that realm you see what i'm saying yeah like i'd rather be the chess player and i'd rather take my time and i'd rather be a little more strategic 
than to like be like, oh well, shit, YOLO. You know, <laughs> like no, I, no. Like I think you can still have a very good time and and a fun time and and and, well, and no, a fruitful I, life. I think that's part of it. Yeah. I think part of the level of intellect and sophistication that goes into a culture advancing in the relevant areas is preservation of the good time in preservation of enjoying life in preservation because let's be real let's be 100% raw dog what you and I can do compared to some of our friends that have kids it's not even like close yeah yeah it's it's not even close there's that there's that then there is there is this idea that society or socioeconomic status is sort of now in a way maybe not dictated by kids but kids are an indicator of your socioeconomic status yeah like for instance what you just did financially like you you made a you you made a big progress and step forward i won't air you out but like you did something i'm very proud of you not a lot of people where we're from even single good job can do that by just in a good situation let alone like if like kids were added to the mix now by no means are we saying like kids are bad or anything like that we're not saying that what we're saying is you've once you've kind of created a standard you never want to go below that standard yeah so it's like well when a kid is introduced or kids are introduced how do i keep myself from going below the standard especially when we live in a time in a culture where like divorce is prevalent people don't stay together and then all that ever does is hurt pockets it never helps pockets well maybe it helps pockets of the the female or maybe it helps the pockets of the guy if the female makes more money yeah but it is both one of the parties is getting benefits and one of them is not and one of them is 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 not in a great situation yeah now would you say the way the culture currently stands in america obviously it's worked in japan do you think that this works in our benefit the fact that there's more there's going to be like kind of like a it's going to be very uneven a lot of older people very little young people do you think the way our culture is now and our fabric do you think that we would do we could fall in line with a japan or do you think that we're gonna because culture matters in this situation you see what i'm saying yeah i think okay culturally and politically i think some things are gonna happen well what could happen at versus what should happen I think down the road, if this continues, which by all accounts, it seems like it will. I think politically, one extreme is going to happen. It's either going to be the extreme of supporting old people and the younger generation is going to be getting taxed at like 70, 80, 90 percent, like some fucking Saul Alinsky shit. Like, yeah, just 
or or like the the shit that o, 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 Obama's dad like wrote uh, and that Obama studied that like you could like just tax people a hundred percent like that type of shit where people essentially work for the government type shit. Yeah. Or what I the the route that I would prefer is a total revamp of everything. And I've talked about this multitude of times. Like a lot of people are gonna be butthurt by it because I mean that means probably slacking on pensions. That means probably slacking on social security. That means slacking on a lot of things. But just like just remove the safety nets because it really isn't fair for the younger generation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It isn't fair for us. Like it really isn't fair that we're burdened with these responsibilities when. You're 60, 70 years old. You've had your whole life to prepare. Why do I have to like suffer yeah. your lack of, of, of preparation? You know what I'm saying? You're, and yeah, that's right. one of the reasons why, and a very, very minuscule scale, why I believe in that statistic, and well, not a statistic, but the prediction that Generation Z will be more conservative than millennials. Because if you look, honestly, on some real shit, like- Swear if, to God, y'all better save us. No, right, uh, there's a lot of people out there that they're like, oh, Generation Z will save us. If you look at millennials, just on some like, think about us as kids, yeah. and how we looked at at, at at like older people, the which reminds me of the Eminem line, embarrassed their parents still listen to Elvis, like that type of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Think about like all the wild ass shit that goes on from like and 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 I'm not here to be a bigot or anything like that. But I'm just keeping it 100. Like some of the shit that you see like at the gay pride parade, like that extreme shit. Yeah. I'm not talking about two people that of the same sex that are in love. Let it be. I'm talking about the shit that is just like like assless chaps where there's children around or like wow. uh, your dick in a sock and you know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit, yeah. that extreme or, shit. You, well, you saw the video with the little kid twerking. Right, or like like that type of shit. Now, imagine being a little kid looking at that shit and thinking how uncool this shit is. Be like, man, these motherfuckers are lame. Jesus like, Christ. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. because we've already seen, I've seen it in my personal life and I've seen it culturally where, conservative, when, where conservatism has become the counterculture. Yeah. And like now... All the cool kids I know, they're like on like the conservatives. Like they're those are the cool kids. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like all the liberal hippie douches, they're like the like they're the norm. Well, because think about it. Think about it. Like this is kind of like a, a economics 101. That's what that's basically what you're saying is this is economics 101. This is true inequality. What we're talking about. Okay. There, is there such a thing as inequality? Yes, in the way that we perceive it, because of what people tell us no this is how inequality happens exactly what you're talking about japan a culture of of success a culture that says oh wow you have less kids that means you have your shit together oh you have like one kid like over here you were saying which i think i cut you off i'm sorry um people with a lot of kids compared to people with lesser kids who's living a better life you know what i'm saying there is obviously inequality there but that's man-made that that's decision-based you are suffering from inequality because you made decisions, you know, like yeah. Which in in by and large, that's what where inequality stems from. It's about equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome. 
Exactly. The platform, yes, should be the same. But see, the veil should you is be the able to read a book? Should I be able to read a book? Yes. Should she be able to read a book? Should I be able to read a book? Yes. Should she be able to open a bank account? Yes. Should I be able to open a bank account? Yes. Should she be able to work on her credit? Should I be able to work on our, my credit? Like all this stuff. But yes. who did what though? But who did what with all that shit? Yeah, exactly. Who did what? Who was reading the books? While motherfuckers was popping mollies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't fucking know. Yeah, but but I wasn't there. I was reading books. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. Go to hangingwithapes.com. Go check out our, 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 our this beautiful shirt that, that you designed. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that's that. A, that's a great-ass shirt. So, yeah, essentially the, the shirt is I took the, the, the quote that or the phrase that a lot of people are familiar with is sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah. And I and so and it's like spray painted. It's like, you know, graphically designed. And it says sex, books, and hip hop. Yeah. So it's like we took that phrase and kind of made it our own. Hell so yeah, obviously man. the sex gets to stay, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but the drugs could go for books and the rock could go for hip hop. I'm trying to fuck. Oh, and then <laughs> anybody who was going to buy the shirt probably now isn't. So I'm thank sorry. you. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna take a hit uh, on my account. But yeah, but like that's very, that's very key what we were talking about, which is like this is true inequality and this is something that people have to be weary about because that's where the politicians swoop in. Now you get to tell whatever narrative you want. Yeah, based off of that shit. Yeah, oh, look, look, look. He's struggling and look, like, healthcare and, uh, well, like, look, fucking 20 kids. Like, well, no. there's There was a lot of steps that you're skipping now. Right. Like, the fact that the person who sacrificed, because, like. It was I, a sacrifice. Yeah, it's, I mean, come on. We talked about it before. Like, for as much as we talk about, like, oh, we're not trying to do all this shit. Like, it'd be nice to have a kid. It'd be nice to be in a society where you can have a wife and kids. Like, when you see, like, like some Bill Cosby shit. Like, the guilt. No, no, without, not like, the, with, without the pills. Without the quaaludes. <laughs> without the quaaludes. I'm talking about the show. Not Bill Cosby, the, the person, but the show. Bill Cosby, not Pill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, when you see the Bill Cosby show, like, that's badass. Like, damn. Hell yeah, that shit is fucking great. Got a badass wife, some some dope ass kids, and, and like a capable ass wife, not like some submissive ass woman that is yeah. just like, oh, Bill, whatever you say, not like some keeping it real, keeping type it shit. real, like like his equivalent type shit. Yeah, yeah, like that's beautiful, but like to attain that, but where the fuck is it? <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> it's not it. That shit's TV shit. <laughs> Gosh, on your light on me. Help me, please. <laughs> That's TV shit. They locked him up for that shit. <laughs> oh, no. That shit is a conspiracy. No, but like, we... It, I guess it's our fault as a society for being okay with the fuckery. You know what I'm saying? How, how does it all just lead to this song? Really, like, if you think about yeah. it. Everything we're talking about just leads to the song. And, and basically why, when you told me about it and when I heard it, it was just such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. So, the song titled Beautiful People by Ed Sheeran. And it's awesome because he's talking about being in L.A. on a Saturday night with his what seems to be awesome great beautiful significant other but reminding her and keeping her grounded 
or attempting to keep her grounded. Or in fact, in some cases in the song, it actually seems like she's keeping him grounded, that we're not like these people. And let's never make the mistake of becoming like them. And what he means by that is, which he talks about in the hook, he's like, he's like, we don't fit in well, we are just ourselves. I could use some help getting out of this conversation. You look stunning, dear. Don't ask that question here. This is my only fear that we become beautiful people. And then he's talking about drop top designer clothes, front rows at fashion shows, the what you do and who you know inside the world of beautiful people, champagne and rolled up notes, prenups and broken homes, surrounded but still alone. Let's leave the party. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a writer. Crazy. That's a hell of a writer. I mean, I don't know if he wrote it. Well, he's he, he's his own writer. Yeah. But if, if you had whoever, whatever team that was, thank you. Because pop music has been la- lacking. Well, you said it perfect. You're like, it's corny. A yeah. lot of it, it's corny. It's the same shit, just regurgitated, said a little bit differently. And this is about, nah, this chick is so awesome that, like, I have to make her know that I we don't we don't want to become this. Yeah. Like let's be as great as let's always be as great as we are because this shit is fucking awful. Yeah. Let's let's be us. One thing which is badass because it speaks to what we were talking about and 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 I think he does a very good job of juxtaposing the vibe with what it really is. This is like a one part that I thought was cool. Uh he's like LA on a Saturday night in the summer sundown and they all come out like, think about that for a second. Beautiful. You see the palm trees. Man, I want to live it up. That's where the YOLO, the FOMO, the man, I got it. And then that's where, where he juxtaposes it with Lamborghinis, the rented Hummers, the party's on, so they're heading downtown. Saying, like, oh, Lamborghinis and the rented Hummers. You're living this life that you can't, you can't live. You haven't earned. Yeah. You know, like, simple and and easy to kind of pass through but when you think about it rented hummers why are you renting a hummer you know what i'm saying like who ca- like but it's 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 this world where like status matters and oh i got a supreme like oh supreme i got to have my chains i got to come out of lamborghini i got to have l- the new yeezys and all this new shit and it's like all this stuff is nice but like can you afford it can you live this life you know what i mean and, and to me, that's that's the, the 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 picture he paints, and that's how we that's what everyone on Snapchat, everyone on Instagram and Facebook look and perceive as beautiful people. Exactly. And it's like, man. And even if you can live this life, yeah. at what cost? Yeah. Like, what's the cost to all of it? Like prenups and broken homes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, prenup, divorce, uh, together, prenup, divorce. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and to me, it's like, I hope this is like the beginning of like a musical renaissance or something. Probably not. No. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. But but that's that's where like, I feel that the person that's listening to this stuff should appreciate art because like there's a lot of good stuff out there but it's only the stuff that gets pushed and the and the stuff that people make cool you know for every for every beautiful people there's going to be the old town road you know what i'm saying like okay and and old town road is going to be the one that oh it's amazing it's amazing fucking um the post malone songs they sound nice it's a nice melody he sings it's cool but what the fuck is he saying though not a damn thing. And see, 
<laughs> and see, like, when you look at movies and when, when you watch movies and when you think about your life, there's always the soundtracks to your life. And the reason why they're the soundtracks to your life is because it echoed a sentiment that you had and a feeling that you had. Mm-hmm. It was like the person, you know, essentially was interconnected with you. Like, damn. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah 100%. W- like, for example, when I heard, like, Lana Del, Rey, Lana Del Rey's Summertime Sadness, like, that shit just connected to, like, the time when it was, like, summer. It was... Pink, it, pink and blue skies. Yeah, like, yeah. dude, like, I, I remember, like, it was a summer where, like, shit would never be the same when it was, like, with us and our friends. It was, like, the last summer. It was, like, the greatest summer ever. Like, yeah. full of adventures. It was during the high school years. And, like, little did we know. I rem- And I remember that, like, the last day, and we've talked about this before, but, fuck, it's, it's a beautiful story. <laughs> <laughs> like, the last day of the summer. I, I, I Even my brother was, like, joined us on some yeah. of those adventures. Yeah. And, like, usually I never hung out with him that much because, like, I was two years older. So he had his group of friends, and but but that year for some reason we were always like doing shit together, and I remember like we we're all looking like we we're all sad because it's the the last day of the summer. It's literally the day yeah. before school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know it's this sadness to it because it's like man we we've been fucking just running and gunning, just living man, it up in the streets. Yep. That shit was ways back shopping. The cars and the women come with options. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like it's a like, she was great. Like actually, there was a story. Remember that that one time when when we uh, somehow like ended up in a Polish block party. Yeah, and everybody <laughs> was feeding us and shit like that. Yeah, like, like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> we go to the jewel that was close and to it. And they were doing some Fast and Furious. Yeah, shit. some drag racing. The police comes. There's fucking cops everywhere. Everyone's speeding off. We're like, shit, we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> then we end up like I think that same day we saw like this fucking. To get in this guy's car, like, and we followed. Oh, yeah, we followed. Like, dude, we did everything that one night. Like, it was crazy, and I, that was just one night. And dude was out probably, of many. I'm just trying to get mine. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> it, it was like she was. She was crazy, but like that was every day, every weekend. We we're doing some crazy shit. Shit, every day, every night. Yeah, Not just weekends. We were. We didn't have school. I remember that 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 time when uh fucking we went to go. So they had this club for like I forgot we were like 16, 17 years old. Yeah, and they had a club for like people are age <laughs> which is weird but like club soda team yeah it comes like- comes teen soda pop whatever the yeah. fuck and they they actually had like pretty big acts at the time because yeah. remember it was that dude um the baby how you get so fly i forgot what the fuck the, oh, the dude's yeah. name was fuck dude i <laughs> knock his bitch ass out <laughs> no but <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> like they they were having like they were like <laughs> some mediocre acts Whatever, but and, and like the, it, it would obviously fill uh, fill the the seats, and it was selling. So I remember one night we went to go see where it was. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go take a piss, <laughs> and then the police <laughs> ran up on us. Yeah. But but what was fucked up is the whole time. I, so I took a piss on the wall, and like and like I'm trying to get in the car. Now the kid over here, fucking uh, K Cartoon, he fucking he was the driver. So they're like, hey, man, we got to go. We got to go. The cops, the cops. But at first they were playing. Yeah. So so I was like, all right, all right. I'm trying to run to the car. And, and I'd pull off. Yeah, <laughs> you would pull off. So so I was like, man, you motherfuckers. So they did this shit to me like three, four times. So like by the fifth time, they're like, hey, dude, the fucking police. Police. I was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sat down on this bench. And they're about like. 20 feet away all of a sudden I see the cop lights and I run into the car like we're, <laughs> we could escape late. Yeah. it's too late out so, so, so we're there and we're like damn what the fuck cop, cop comes to, to the window 
this is female cop. Everybody's just swole we as hell. Her Starla. Yeah, Star- we came up a name with her. <laughs> yeah. Starla. Starla, that fucking swole ass bitch, man. Yeah, she was swole as fuck, she man. Had the fucking flashlight <laughs> in, in our face. And the way I, I went into the car, for some reason, they thought our. I was my boy Chris because he was in the passenger seat. Yeah. So she 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 thought that it was you that ran into the passenger seat. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's what it was. So she's like, "Did you take a piss on uh, on the wall?" And like, I guess she wasn't. Looking and Chris at who was, was always very non confrontational. <laughs> yeah. So that, that he was nervous as fuck. Oh yeah. He was like, uh, "No, I'm no. Like, just say no." Like, yeah. like, like, like no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, "Just say no." And then and then and then uh, she was like, "I ain't gonna fucking lock you up for taking a piss on the wall." And then and then and then like he wouldn't say nothing, so I was like, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> and then she's all right, get out of the car. <laughs> but she, instead of getting me, she gets him. So she, so, so <laughs> this is the wildest shit. <laughs> this is wild, polar ass bitch, man. Cause she was what? crazy. Yeah, it was crazy as fuck. Cause cause she starts telling him like, "Empty all your pockets." So he's nervous, non-confrontational. He reaches Scared towards his pockets. Shit. Scared as fuck. What the fuck does this? Bitch yeah. Do? So she's like, "Empty out your pockets." He goes to empty out his pockets following what she says. Yeah. And the minute that he hits his pockets, she's like, don't reach. And boom. Slams his ass on, on the hood. hood. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> we were quiet as fuck. We're just like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then she has his hand like like a little piglet. Like, <laughs> like he's just, ah. Some arm bar. And, he, and he's like moaning. He's like, <laughs> 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 Yeah. Because when she, when she slammed him, you heard, ah. <laughs> I remember because I was so good. T- I thought he, she broke his arm because he was like, ah. And then all of a sudden, like, his, his hand just looks like helpless, just like moving. Like, it's just his fingertips moving. And he just slammed. And we're just like, oh, shit. She's like, just don't be fucking moving suddenly. But we're like, well, she just asked him to fucking empty all his pockets. And we were like saying that right in front of him. So, yeah. But she asked him to. <laughs> yeah, so she, I guess they fucking came to her sense. Like, no, don't be around here, and then they just let us go. That shit was crazy. I yeah. thought dude was gonna get outed <laughs> for and, me. And then, and then we were like, and then, and then, so we went to scope out the place, and they were like, yeah, next week we're definitely coming. <laughs> <laughs> and we did, and we, did. And we loved it. But yeah, but it, it was crazy. It was it was one of those crazy summers, like where just every day was some real ass cool ass shit. And like the last day. We're sad as fuck. We're driving home and like, dude, the skies were beautiful. It was like pink and blue. And that's what the Lana Del Rey song kind of represented. Like, damn, summertime sadness. Yeah. There's something that, you know, interconnects how you feel and what you went through with a song. And I feel like now it's just a lot of basic shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing that I... uh, Well, you said it best. This Ed Sheeran song is like a softer pop romantic version of basic our song yeah yeah shameless plug oh yeah yeah so go listen to basic it's 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 out everywhere fucking apple spotify everywhere just might as well just type everywhere basic everywhere <laughs> google you'll find it everywhere now nah, but yeah i think uh definitely very, very well written song and uh have have you listened to the whole album or skim through it not, okay. not in anything as great as that, or no, no, Damn. not even the Eminem, the song with Eminem and Fifty Cent comes close to it. Yeah, but um, so this, before we close out, I want to take that song and apply it to something that I saw on social media recently. 
So the song that obviously in my mind, and I, I hate to like overuse the whole alpha thing because like it's so saturated and everybody's, oh, that's alpha, 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 alpha. Like it's just like, <laughs> but I would say that like what Ed Sharon is promoting is very alpha behavior, like as a man, pretty much saying, and like at a glance you look at it churn is like well like people most people wouldn't say that's an alpha that he would they would probably say oh he's like a nerd or or something like that but it's the mindset and and what he's promoting is some alpha shit saying like telling his girl like what we have is real what we have is decent we have to work hard not to become like these people because they're all fucked up obviously in a very nice packaging but that's essentially the message of the song yeah now I recently saw this thing on social media where I see this girl, she posts this this meme. Okay. And it says her colon I come with three kids, bills and a dead ass baby daddy. And I don't mean I don't think she means dead ass like he's fucking in the grave. I think she means like dead ass like he ain't on shit. Yeah. And then it says him I come with juice boxes, a wallet, and and hand wipes or some shit like that. Yeah. Like him. And then, so that's the, the meme itself. And then she captions it. I'm already nauseated. And she captions it, he's so alpha. Oh, no, this is when he's an alpha. N- no, I, I will not stand for it. <laughs> no. You're a good man. An alpha... An alpha is what what prevents that shit. That's an alpha. Yeah. Like I'm I'm so tired. I'm so tired of oh, like all these bitches. Oh, alpha this and I, nah. You don't fucking know. You don't know. Like like that that shit that 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 uh, I snapshotted that Donnell tweeted the other day in reply to some dude who probably thought he was an alpha on some shit. He's like. He's like, no chick wants, this is what dude says. And then what Donnell responded is some alpha shit. He's like, the dude is like, no chick wants some lame, uneducated, no money having type of guy. And then, oh, no, no chick wants some lame, thug, uneducated, no money having type of guy. And Donnell is like, is this after the club, after all the bullshit? Or before, like when, which part of her life are you talking about? Because I've seen the quite the contrary. What Donnell said is alpha. Yeah. Like, no, nah, like we not like an alpha prevents that shit. Because that's some next level shit. What you, what, what he's saying and the, the part where people skip over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what makes it so like hilarious, really, because it's like, it's, it really is like pure comedy gold. Yeah. You know, like, like what? What part are you saying they don't want this? Yeah, yeah, and and I think I'm glad that 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 you're talking about this because even though in a way we're talking about alpha and and this beta shit, like I feel let's not oversaturate shit with just all this dumbass bullshit. Yeah, no, that's and that's the point that I bring it up because. Yeah. Like I had saw that essentially the night before that this album dropped. And then I kind of like that shit was on my mind for some reason. Like it was, it is like one of those things that my soul rejected. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
and I don't engage in the whole unless unless it's like worth my time, like something political or something where I I, I feel like I'm actually going back with like or I have the potential to go back with somebody who's like intellectually equivalent like that's going to actually give me a debate i don't engage in that type of shit it just i saw it and i was like this is this is repulsive to me now yeah. now let me let me clarify something cuz i don't want to get i don't want to get anything misconstrued here if a man comes into a woman's life that has kids and everything like that there's nothing wrong with it if he steps up and he wants to like do something and and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. In fact, my one of the people that I've ever loved the most in life, my grandfather was in a situation like that. Like he mm-hmm. when he married my grandma, she had five kids. So by no means am I downing men like that. I think I think it's it's great. Yeah. What I'm saying is how are you so certain of what the fucking alpha is now apparently you haven't always been certain yeah. of it because yeah. if you were always certain of it you wouldn't be in that situation so stop fucking acting like you know what the fuck you're talking about that, that's my thing and stop being entitled because that that, that, a and that's, like that oh yeah. and that's super entitled yeah we didn't even get to how entitled that is oh yeah. that yeah money this that no 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 that's like type of shit i walk out the door yeah like oh really i'm out Oh, I'm a wallet. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if it's going to be done, let it be done out of the, the kindness of his heart. Let it be done because, like, okay, we're we're a team. Like, it's a thing. We're, this is this is copacetic. This is reasonable. The flow, the energy is nice. I care for you. I love you. I want to help you. You care for me. You love me. All of that stuff. Not this, oh, shit. He just needs to know that I. this is what I got. Nah, hell no. Nah. Yeah, that... that. That is pretty disgusting. And actually, a quick question. Um, given the fact that you were talking about what what is it, Generation Z? Yeah. Being more conservative. Do you think that their approach to dating will improve? Like, do you think it'll produce more alphas in, in that sense? And, and again... In the sense, like, this is what, what a relationship should be. Like, what you were talking about right now, and, and, and let me kind of backtrack a little bit. What you were saying was some real ass shit. And what I mean by that is, like, going into a situation and being open if she has, let's say, two or three kids, right? And being like, okay, well, let's let's handle this. Let's see how this works. I think that that's a pretty alpha thing to do because now you're giving her the benefit of the doubt to prove herself. And you're proving yourself by saying, listen, if this situation works, if she puts her part, I put my part, this could work. Yeah. But it takes two. I'm not going to be some, uh, you, uh, someone being used either. Yeah. That, and that's every, everything that that meme suggests is like, I'm a, let me, let me use you up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let oh, me eat your resources. Exactly. Your juice boxes, your wallet and your wipes. Like this. Bitch, a, please. Bitch, please. But there's the hot meal, like the hot meal, the feet rub, the. I support you. You none of that. Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead, finish. Yeah, like it's real entitled. But I, I feel because now it's a backtrack, and obviously the guinea pig in this situation. I don't. I wouldn't say guinea pig, but for the sake of 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 uh, a sentence, were the millennials. Shit, the slew of things that we got wrong, in general, 
and why you get all these beta ass motherfuckers that are okay with some shit like that. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, she, I get pussy. Fuck you, <laughs> pussy ass <laughs> motherfucker. But because of that, I smelt that hoe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. O- okay. <laughs> and this says what about you? <laughs> you fucking bought the milk <laughs> when you were getting, or you bought the cow when the fucking milk was free. So to me, that's, that's beta. So now giving that with Generation Z, do you think that they're seeing this and being like, oh, okay, this is probably a road that I'm not going to follow? Yeah, I think so very much. Yeah. And I've, I've known kids, like young kids, that are not millennials, they're Generation Z, and they're very aware of the ills and the the fallacies of their parents. They're very aware of it. Yeah. They're not they're not ignorant to it. So I think, yeah, I think that'll play a role in it. Also, I do think that things tend to come full circle. And so if they grow up more conservative, I can imagine them wanting a more conservative lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, and the reason why I even like use the word conservative is partly based off of that video that we covered some weeks ago about conservative women being happier than liberal women. Yeah. And you do see that. You do see that when I ask people about the things that make them happy in life, it's a lot of conservative tenants. It's, being in a good financial space. You get to yeah. a good financial space by being conservative in your spending. So I'm not saying conservative in the sense of like the super uber religious. I'm not saying in that sense. I'm saying conservative in the sense of how you move, how you operate. Yes. Is is you think about the rainy day. You think about everything is not all fun and games. You're a little bit yeah. they're a little bit harder on their kids because they know that the world can be tough. And, and, and like, even statistics show that their sex life is better because it's like you have a connection with the person you've kind of built something yeah. their friendships are better because it's more based off like loyalty they're more like it's nothing like having a friend that that's like on the same wavelength as you you yeah. know what i'm saying versus just like oh it's a group of people which that's another thing that ed sharon referenced in that song he's like he's like uh I could use some help getting out of this conversation. Essentially saying that I'm conversating with these people I don't want to talk to. Yeah. Hey, real ass chick, get me the fuck out of here. Come help me get out of this. Yeah. Because I don't. We're not. I don't rock with them. And, and and on some real shit, just in general, what what what's one? What was the one thing I told you before this? As far as like when we're around people, like, see, it's nice to just have a nice circle. Like I don't care about the numbers, but just in general, like. If I have a girl, I want her to like to be like, oh, a reprieve of this bullshit. Yes. If I have friends, and I told you, like, I I'm saying probably because of you, because like, a lot of stuff, a lot of decisions that people make is based a lot on societal standards. Why do you think at work sometimes, like, when our guys are not going to be there, it's such a drag? Like, ah, oh, yeah. bitch, you ain't coming in, <laughs> fucking coward. <laughs> bitch has one. You don't really yeah. think they're a bitch or a coward. You're upset at, at your own ills like that you got to <laughs> deal with this shit by yourself that's what that is yeah and it, and it's it's tough because like i, I mean and, and i'm not saying that people need to change their their whole life for me but what i am saying is like it is a breath of fresh air that like 
whatever good decision I'm making is like, oh, damn, that was a good, like what you said earlier. Oh, you made a good ass fi- uh, uh, financial decision. I'm proud of you. Like, you don't get that from a lot of people. It's like, oh, oh you're on no. some goofy shit, man. We're trying to go out. Like, oh, yeah. what? So Where imagine. Where is that? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, okay, at what point does this, does this all matter? To what, to, to what point is this important? And when you surround yourself or, or I mean, obviously not that, that you're willingly surrounding yourself, but when you're surrounded by people that aren't trying to grow with you, it kind of creates a situation where Ed Sheeran and this song brilliantly puts, I need someone to get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. I need a break from this shit because yeah. a lot, a lot of this shit clouds your mind. Yeah. It's no good for you, especially if you're living in a certain kind of way and that's why I do think that Generation Z has the potential to change a lot of things because, see, we grew up, the millennials, we grew up with, like, really not knowing the outcome of the shit. It was just like, hey, fucking do all this dumbass shit, (laughs) fucking college debt, fucking, which is, like, seems to be one of the biggest scams ever. Uh, uh, fucking don't worry about, about be friends with everybody rather than like have like a set group of friends, befriend everybody, everybody's friend, care what people think about you, likes, hey girls, fuck every guy, fuck them, you know what I'm saying, guys, fuck every girl, like who cares, all of that, like all of that shit, that's like the shit that we were given, and then now these kids, they're like, Man, you guys are a bunch of goofies. Like you guys yeah. are fucking stupid. By all accounts, yes. Without saying it, yeah. But their the way actions. they behave is like, man, you guys are morons. Like I, I once knew a girl, which like it's so funny because like she she learned so much from her younger brother, that her younger brother, still in elementary school, would be like checking her ass. Like you're a clown. You're like you're stupid. Yeah, and you know, and it's it was like this kid is awesome. Yeah, yeah, but but I I feel the younger the younger millennials the younger like really like like teeter tottering with Generation Z and Generation Z they talk a little bit more like how is this going to affect the future my life yeah like you know yeah and I think it and starts- I think because they grew up I think they grew up seeing a lot of like weak ass shit because the thing is like you you always have an opportunity a, huh yeah there's well for one it's an opportunity 100 yeah. percent, but also that's what's badass about like tv and movies if you look at it the right way because some people just look at it for like blind entertainment yeah but if you look at certain things like for instance let's just throw something out there like forrest gump I fuck with Forrest Gump because it's kind of like like me, like like in the sense that like me and my mom are very close like that. Yeah. Like me and my mom have been through like a lot of stuff together. And like his mom like always had like his best interest and stuff like that. Now, mm. in that example, and like his mom gave him a lot of advice and all of that shit. Like you see, that's like a badass relationship of like a mom and a son. Or like for instance, like Kanye West is like, Hey Ma, that song. It's like that shit reminds me a lot of me and my mom. Like yeah. almost to a T, like the philosophy, like, hey, go to school. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to school. Sorry. Like <laughs> I did the opposite. And you know what I'm saying? All yeah. that shit, but still like rocking with my decisions and everything like that. So like sometimes from culture, you could see 
an example of the right way to do things. You get what I'm saying? Like from movie, like you you brought up the Cosby show earlier. None of us had a life like that, but how great would it be to have a life like that? Yeah, yeah. So I think Generation Z or or the millennials that teeter-totter on Generation Z, they probably look at stuff in culture, certain things, and they're like, damn, my shit is nothing like that. Like that yeah. big brother gives advice. My brother is getting fucking tatted up and drunk every weekend. Yeah. Like... Like, yeah, he's my brother. Like, I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's one of those things that you, like, media and culture can help. And then you couple that with the millennials like us that are, like, like have a very positive influence. Like, damn, these dudes rap. They have a podcast. They're on some business shit. They work 40-hour-a-week careers. Holy shit. Like, it's like. I got to get like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then. Obviously, meshed that with the fact that things, in a way, have become decentralized. Like, have you noticed when we were growing up, I felt like in music, it's all oh, these are the people that are out. That's cool. Now it's like pockets. Yeah, everything is more niche. The internet created that. Yeah. Because media from the TV, Nickelodeon, all these things. Yeah. We were getting our music from the radio or MTV. Like it was just like one one, sh- one stream. Now there's like all these avenues with that is created through you know uh, streaming services and everything. So people get a chance to connect with what connects with them more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and then the thing is this: the people that do connect with the 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 the, the dumbassery, if you will, <laughs> the ones that connect with all that shit. They've we've already lived where where things are niche already for quite some time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the internet has been a thing, YouTube, streaming service, like all these things have been a thing. So now the ones that went a certain route, you're getting to see the results of that route. Yeah. And the ones who are getting the front row seat of that are Generation Z. Like, damn, you did that? Yeah. Damn, uh, uh, son, in high school, you was the man, son. Like, it's that yeah. type of shit. Yeah. And then... You just look at that and they're like, oh, but he did this. I like this. Oh. Yeah. Atoy likes Ben Shapiro. I like, I wonder, what's this? And then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, literally, yes. like that, that that kid that I'm referencing. Yeah. Like, he saw the shit I was into and he's like, and then and then now, like, he's, I mean, I, I don't keep up with him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but it was just one of those things where it's just like wow like, yeah and so you create like it's almost it's and weird. he had older brothers yeah he had older brothers but it was like I, but you're you're so anti establishment in the sense of like this is oh this is what you gotta no no you're like oh, I'm an individual yeah this is what I, my shit is curated motherfucker like yeah so I feel that is true because you kind of create like mini me's almost yeah because dude I, it's kind of tripped me up a little bit. Like some of my wife's sisters, like like the younger ones, they'll start fucking quoting certain stuff that I'm that I'm on, and I was like, damn. She's like, yeah, yeah, I was listening to some of the shit that you were talking about yeah. last time, and it's like, damn, this is kind of crazy. And you do make a point. They start, they're able to now see like the canvas of yeah. all this shit and like what's real, what's not. I always say this to people. Like the support that we have gotten from the podcast or or from our music or the people that rock with us, it always makes me feel 
like Eminem on White America. He's like, I never would have thought in a million years I see so many motherfucking people that feel like me. They share the same views and the same exact beliefs. It's like a fucking army marching in back on me. So many lives. I touch so much anger aimed at no particular direction. Like that shit is just like, damn. Like this shit is so crazy how like how much that like coincides with the shit where I like where did all these people come from yeah you know yeah that is true <laughs> that is nuts well it's nuts. there was times where it was just literally me and you like this is nobody fucks with us nothing it's over. It was, like, i'm leaving gotham <laughs> like i have to go yeah <laughs> yeah dude like the, the other day someone like was like man you remind me of this podcast man if you ever want like another member or something like it's like they want it's like it becomes like people want to be a part of this yeah because they like what you're on and it is something like refreshing and also like something very humbling like damn like i didn't know i could have a platform like this yeah. and the fact that like i feel that we haven't even put a dent into what we could do nah <laughs> the, the, i mean think about it shit we have everything ahead of us so it is it is a beautiful thing and thank you <laughs> so much and i think that's a perfect place to close it out the show continues to grow because you guys keep listening so keep listening, keep sharing. We're on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, and Google. Rate and review on all those apps. It helps us out a lot. Check out our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. Have a bunch of merchandise there. You could check it out. Buy some shirts. You know what I'm saying? Listen to our music, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. We're out. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.